Welcome, welcome to the Delete After Send podcast. This is Mr. Pav. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to the show. I appreciate all the support, all the feedback. It's much appreciated. Today, we're, we have an interesting topic uh, that I wanted to touch on. It's about dating after marriage. On the line, we have a good good brother of mine, uh, Mr. Stephen Will, on the line, and he's going to touch on his truth. Stephen, thank you for taking the time out to join the show. How are you doing today? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, Mr. Steven, what we're talking today about is dating after marriage, you know. So, obviously, I spoke to you previously, and you spoke about being married, and I want to just let you speak to your truth, and pretty much, how was your experience as far as dating after marriage? Well, my experience with myself, you gotta ask, you know, you you know, man, I was uh, married six years with the woman for eight, so... As far as I was only used to being with one person, so almost damn near 10 years. Um, now trying to find somebody or, or trying to even find yourself, you know, that took me a minute to really find out what I really wanted and um, how I was going to even go forward with <laughs> a person I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Um, it was kind of hard because you got to understand, man, I, I lost a lot of my confidence. I lost, I lost a lot, especially in that whole situation, that relationship uh, that I was in. So it kind of took me a while. And, you, and the craziest thing about it, bro, it seemed like I, I would run into a lot of situations and a lot of uh, ladies at the time uh, that were interested. But because I was in my right mind, man, it took me a minute to really even get myself right. So... Even, so what? What kind of situations? What what kind of situations you feel? What 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 did you go through? Not in detail, but as far as dealing with your confidence and so forth, that uh, stops you from going forward. Because I guess the, the simple mind, most dudes would figure, hey, if you broken up, the easiest thing to do is to jump right into something else and start having sex or start you know acting wild. But obviously that didn't work out for you. So why not? Yeah, you think that's exactly. <laughs> If your mind ain't right, man, you can't really do what you were thinking. I mean, you got some people that can't do that. I know it's hard for me personally. It was hard for me to try to do that. Even with me going out and meeting uh, different ladies or uh, even trying to entertain the fact of trying to just have sex, you know, just to, to be with someone at that time, I couldn't do it. I could not do it because mostly I was, I was, it was hard for me to move forward. I was, uh, frustrated with myself that I even allowed it to get to where it got as far as my situation. Um, I'll tell you one instance. I would go out on a Friday and even going out was, you know, just to try to get my mind off it. I would get uh, opposed to <laughs> and every time that would happen that my confidence it didn't even take that. I couldn't do it. So you wasn't over your your, your situation. So, no, so no, it was very hard. Does it depend on whose fault it was or how that situation ended? What what? what? Um, as far as the situation, you know, it was it was more of a, it was more of a collective thing. Like you know, I'm not gonna point fingers and say it was just one collective. You know, at the time I wasn't ready. So I was uh, young, getting married, handled just a lot of things. Not maturely at the time, you know. Uh, 
ended up at the end trying to put band-aids on wounds that were basically like gashes. You understand? But um, it was a blessing in disguise that I went through what I went through to move forward to understand how I want to treat a woman, how I should treat a woman, how I should be in a marriage or how I should be in a relationship that made me a better man, that made me who I am today. So, I mean, after that, after I got out of that, man, dating, once I really got my mind um, how I wanted to treat my situation, how I wanted to treat a relationship, thing for me was I, I love being single. Mm. I loved it. I loved it because I knew how to, I knew how I wanted to go about things. I knew how I can treat some things. I knew how, I, I was a, a certain person that would go off the certain, you know, just off the off rip being mad rather than now I can look at a situation and pause if I want to entertain it or not. You know, that being married at that time, yes, it may have failed, but it also helped me be a better man. It also helped me treat the situation I'm in now, which is probably one of the best things that has happened to me. So, you know, assuming that you didn't just go be a hoe after you was married and you went through... Oh, I did that. Oh, so you did be a hoe. So, 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 oh, I did that. So, <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, so, yeah. Can we talk about that whole shit? So how, how did that... <laughs> <laughs> how did that... How did that work okay, out and how did you know that wasn't what you wanted to do and how did you go from that to realizing... And, and getting to a point where you found your niche of what you wanted. Well, um, now again, I was with one person for almost eight years, so it, it, I never really, you know, I was with her when I was young. I, I think I met her when I was like 22, you know, and I was with her until I was 30, you know, so a lot of my, my good years, you know, I didn't really get to experience, you know, that 20 life, but um, it really did. It really hit me when I was, you know, finding and ladies really starting to gravitate and being interested and coming around and, you know, seeing that, you know, every meeting different uh, females and uh, their different personalities. And it was, it was a fun, not to say a fun thing for me, but it was so refreshing to meet somebody that that wasn't what I was just in, you know? Mm. And then also being able to just <laughs> tag off when I wanted to. Right, they right. Were coming in and out. Right. Not to say it was, I mean, not to say something like that, but it was, it was, I was single. Right. Enjoying being single. I never had, I never had that opportunity before. Being single. Enjoying it. So what would the 30-something-year-old Steven tell the young 20-something-year-old Steven as far as marriage? What, were you better off? Because I feel like, is it, Safe to say, marriage at young age probably isn't a good idea or a good move because folks. I, I, no, I, I would say you can get married, but you have to make sure that you're in the right situation. And at that time, you know, I, I felt that I, I forced myself to be in something, but never force yourself to be in something that you don't that doesn't feel right, that doesn't feel like you know that you're going to enjoy being in it for the long run. Like if you ain't going to enjoy being in that, then that's not for you. You know, you get you get married young and live to y'all grow, you know, old and great. But you can you can get married in your thirties and then get divorced within a year or two. You know what I'm saying? Like it really doesn't matter. So it's about putting yourself in a situation that you are really going to enjoy and love. So how are you and how are you gonna go about not carrying on anything negative from that situation into your new sustainable situation? How are you gonna go about that? Well 
one thing I've always learned that I can't never, I, I did that one time when I was younger as far as um, when I got into another relationship. I never prepared. You, everybody's different. Every every situation is going to be different. So I, I never, I, even if something will remind me of something negative, I, I just can't compare that to be like, oh, it's going to be the same old thing or it's going to be, it can't be. And I can't have my mind thinking of that. It's going to be every, every new situation is going to be that, a new situation. I respect it. I respect it, man. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate your insight, the honest, your raw truth, man. It's definitely what feeds this show. Uh, definitely going to have you on again on a couple other topics, and I appreciate your time. Thank you. Appreciate you, my brother. All right, now. Yeah. I appreciate Mr. Williams' time, and like we always do, we get the female perspective. It's healthy, and I think it helps everybody just to hear both sides. I think men as a whole get a bad rap sometimes. Maybe it's true for the most part. Or maybe women out here tripping too. Either way, let's talk about it. On the line we have Jessica, where she has a situation where dating after marriage is something she's talking about, contemplating, and going through. Let's hear what she has to say. Jessica, thank you for joining the Delete After Sand podcast. I appreciate you coming on. It's a sensitive topic. And I appreciate you taking the time to join the show and tell us what you feel. Today's topic is about dating after marriage. We got the guy perspective, so I'm curious about you. And, you know, from a female perspective, what goes through your mind and what bothers you, what troubles you, and so forth. So what goes through your mind as far as now that you're pretty much past that phase and, you know, looking to move on? I think for me, I'm still in the grieving process. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that, there's still a lot of hurt and anger. Um, And to be honest, I have zero interest in any other males at this point in time. Um, Would it be a good distraction? Yes. Um, But for my own mental health and you know coping I don't think that that would be the smartest thing like I have no sex drive I have no um no desire to be with another man at this point in time now you mentioned it would be a distraction so wouldn't I know you say it wouldn't be healthy but doesn't it sound like that would be the healthiest thing is to get your mind off of something that is stressing you to the point that you feel that mentally you're not even sexually inclined to even want to have sex. And even not, not that sex is the answer to everything, obviously, but what, but even just the conversation of somebody else, how come that can't be a remedy to help you along with this process? I think, again, it goes back to being like in the grieving process or like in the, the stage of grief and loss of something that um, was part of my life for 13 years. Mm. And I don't think it would be fair to myself if I was around another male. I feel like I owe myself the time and self-care and all about, like, the cliche self-love and whatnot. Um, and honestly, to rebuild my relationship with God and pretty much lean on him at this point in time. Um, 
do you think that you're vulnerable right now? That that, that if you was to be around another guy, maybe mistakes would happen. Maybe even susceptible to even having sex with somebody who you don't want to have sex with. Do you think that right now during this grieving process, as you call it, you just you just know that it's probably just a vulnerable state. Definitely in a, a vulnerable state. Um, and maybe that's why I feel like I wouldn't even want to be around a man because in a sense, I feel betrayed by my marriage. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously there's trust issues, not in the sense of like cheating, but like trust that another man will have my best interest or trust that they actually care about me. Basically it's going to be a long process before I can date again. And I think all of those things will come up. Like what are their intentions? Are they going to, you know, abandon me? Are they going to walk out? Um, there's many layers going on right now. And, um, why, why do you think, you know, this is just my assumption. Why do you think is it that women kind of go through this usually harder than men? You know, because I'm assuming, you know, your counterpart, I'm, I'm just going to assume that he's not going through it or is not stressing as much as you are. But why do you think that is? Um, I think as a woman, we're more emotional creatures as it is. Uh, that, and I, I, I also that think that we hold on way longer than we should for the sake of our families, our children, and just trying to keep the family together. I think that with men, it's almost like they are already grieving the loss of the marriage while they're in the marriage and in the home. So when they say they're leaving, that's them leaving. So they've already grieved it, at least with my experience. So I, I mean, for me, I feel kind of blindsided and, um, you know, even asking my spouse, like, you don't seem bothered by this. Dude went through his grieving process already, you know? So again, I think women are more emotional creatures. I think men in regards to the sex component, like, they could go out and, I don't know, maybe I'm just assuming I'm not a man, but, and have sex and not think twice about it. Um, not think like, oh my gosh, what are their intentions? <laughs> like, do I trust this person? Maybe, I think men maybe. are very black and white when it comes to sex, whereas in females, there's more emotion. But maybe that's part of a male's grieving process. And I, and first of all, there's women who do that as well. For some, I guess you know, it goes both ways. But maybe that's part of a guy's grieving process is to try to sex it out, or you know, in, in, in other ways, try to get their mind off of the issue. Because I'm uh-huh. sure I'm sure it's a lot to deal with, to, especially if you're with somebody for as many years as you was with your partner. To even think about the fact that somebody else is going to be having sex with somebody you called your wife for all them years. I think that's a lot, too. Maybe guys harbor it differently from women. But I was curious okay. to why, you you know, why would you think that, you know, because you're going through it. I could tell from, you know, from the tone of your voice that it's it's a load. But why, for the most part, it's not that much of a load for guys, for the most part? I, always, I was well, curious. Speaking on 
my spouse as well. Like, I know he internalizes things. Um, he could be upset, and I wouldn't really know. Um, and again, there's layers with that as well. I think it comes out in different ways for him. Um, whether that be to self-medicate, whether that be to take, you know, trips to get his mind off of things. Um, so I'm what, a mama bearer. Why, why, so. why, why don't you do that, though? Why, 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 why to, maybe torture might be an extreme word, but why can't you self-medicate? Why can't you take trips? I mean, the, you know, the premise in the title of today's show is dating after marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what would be the approach? Because you, you already stated that it wouldn't be fair for you to hop into something. But I think we could both agree, even a conversation, whether it's not to the extreme or to the length of dating, but something to get your mind off of the stress, for lack of a better word. Why not? I honestly would feel guilty. And I feel, like I said, I'm a mama bear, so my priority is my children. Right. And to just up and book a trip somewhere, yeah, that would be fine and fun. And But my, my head wouldn't be there. Like, I feel like my head would be, how are my kids? What do I have to do when I get back? Like, I think you guys don't have to deal with the stressors of what us females kind of deal with. Mm. And that's really to make sure that the family's okay. Right. Um, you know, and even going back into caveman time, you guys were out there hunting and doing whatever. We were with the, the family. And um, I think, and I don't want to assume, but I think men jump into things very, very quickly so that they really don't have to grieve as long as women, whereas in I've, well, I've heard of a lot of women who, after, you know, divorce, they, it takes them a while to date and, you know, truly find themselves and heal. I think that dudes don't give themselves time to truly heal because they're selfish beings. Sorry. Um, <laughs> not sorry, but it's all, I don't know. My spouse is a very selfish person and... I wouldn't be shocked if they jumped into something quickly so, to occupy their time. Given the way that you are viewing the male species, how how is it possible for you not to carry that energy, that mind thought process into your next situation? Like, how is the next guy going to even have a chance? Exactly. My point of needing to heal and find myself, make sure my children are straight, make sure... I'm straight because I'm, if anybody tried to date me right now, like truly get into a relationship with me right now, that would be the worst thing possible because they would have to take on that pain and hurt and mistrust from this previous relationship. So that's why I say like, I truly need to find myself and lean on God and prayer and my family and my friends to really get me through this. I feel like no man on this earth can like heal my heart. Mm. Well, I 
one thing for sure is I think it's refreshing to hear how self-aware you are because I think a lot of people lie to themselves. And uh, it sounds like you're very self-aware of what you are and where you are and what you would be pending certain scenarios. And that's actually, I think, is a rare quality. And I, I, Jessica, I appreciate your time. I think that your raw truth is essential and is great. And I appreciate everything that you had to say. And I hopefully we could get you back on at another time. Okay. Thank you for joining the show. Have a good one. Okay. Bye. Bye. Great show. Great show. I think that um, the difference between the male and the female in this situation is is huge. Um. I think for the most part, women carry the weight heavier than guys. Not sure why. Um, but there are some women that don't give a fuck. Don't be, let's be clear. But I think for the most part, guys will try to heal themselves in different ways because it's perceived as weak if they don't. Nevertheless, great show, great dialogue. I love it. Uh, feel free to reach out. Anybody wants to be a guest on the show, delete after send podcast. Pavolution21 on Twitter and the Instagram page will be up momentarily. Thank you for listening. Till next time.